Real Estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Good morning and welcome to the Red Hot Real Estate Show on My Talk 1071. We are streaming online at My Talk 1071. Uh, I am Sonny filling in for Miss Shannon this morning. In with Mimi Shoneman as well as Phil Olson. First of all, good morning, you guys. Good morning. morning. I got my pen and paper ready, so I'm ready to learn. <laughs> but before we start, I wanted to let you guys know that you can get in on the show. Please call us with your questions at 6 651-641-1071. And I know there's some housekeeping and MLS numbers that has to be said. NMLS 238-103, branch NMLS 379-094, and company NMLS 150953. Mm, I've right. got none of that. <laughs> All right, you guys. What are we doing today? I do want to tell everybody that, you know, we had a wonderful contest going on last week with a $50 Crave restaurant gift card for all of our callers that called in with questions. And we had, I guess, what was a transposed number because the winner, Kelly, who we posted you on our Facebook show page, um, be sure and call us today with your real number so we can get you your Crave gift card. But Come gonna, on, Kelly. Call on in. We, I mean, <laughs> Phil and I are both like blowing somebody up, but we don't know who it was and they weren't calling us back. But anyway, um, so we're doing that same contest again today. We'll be doing a live drawing tomorrow on Facebook uh, and we're going to do a randomized drawing and we'll post who the winner is tomorrow, but the callers have to call today. All right, call so the in number. with any type of real estate or mortgage question and believe it or not i think mimi or myself we probably have the answer yeah i might have it so the number might have it sonny might have it the number i probably have it the number (laughs) 651-641-1071-651-641-1071 so phil you know we're everybody's talking about what's going on with the market right now Mm -hmm. there's a lot of buzz going on that things are changing and blah 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 but you and i know because we work together so much that it is still a super hot, exciting real estate market. Rates are still low, even though they've come up about a quarter of a percent over the last three days. Uh, but rates are still in the threes and the low fours. All right. And uh, we're still seeing a lot of activity on properties between that one fifty and $300,000 price point. But I have heard that inventories are increasing. And that properties are sitting on the market just a little bit longer. What's your thoughts, Mimi? They definitely are sitting on the market a little bit longer. It's a little bit surprising um, because we do still have a ton of buyers out there that are pre-approved and ready to go. Uh, especially if you're listening to this and you've got a home that's under 300, I'm going to even say 350. We want to talk to you and see if we can't do a buyer match with your property. We've got lots of people approved, right, Phil? I've got Right now, over 40 qualified buyers out there looking for properties. And in our company, we've got thousands, thousands of buyers that are just looking for a property like yours. And we're posting a video today on the MyTalk show page that says, Sellers, now is the time to buy. Because if you're already owning, there's a good chance that maybe you might be able to go out and purchase first and then sell, depending on the type of property that you have and the price point that you're in. Well, we've talked about that strategy. It's a buy first, sell second strategy. And right now, I think I've got 
three buyers that are actually going to be implementing that strategy here when they find that specific property. Yes. Then they're going to put their house on the market after they buy their home. Exactly. Because the biggest fear that we hear from our sellers out there is that, yeah, you know, I want to sell, but I haven't seen what it is that I'm looking for yet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of fear that they're going to sell their house and be homeless mm-hmm. or sell their house and have to settle for something that's not as good as what they currently have. Uh, sell their house and have to spend more on what they would have had. And, you know, lots of fears out there for our sellers. I've also heard from sellers that they don't want to accept a 90-day contingency uh, allowing the the their basically their buyer to sell their home first and then buy their home through those sellers. So the sellers aren't want to taking, they don't want to take that 90-day contingency because they're afraid there's a better buyer out there that can mm. close sooner. Exactly. So we hear your fears out there, sellers or potential sellers, and we welcome you to call here today with your questions to me and Phil. And also, don't forget, everybody who does call, we're going to be putting your name into the hat for our Facebook drawing for a $50 Crave gift card. So, Phil, you know, rates ridiculously low right now. Mm hmm. Helping a lot of people refinance their properties, uh, getting rid of PMI. Uh, we've seen property appreciations here in the last, oh, three years that have gone up almost 30% throughout the whole metro. So seeing a lot of activity on the refinance front, but still seeing activity on the buyer's market as well. Exactly. So, you know, we talk about the sellers out there that have equity. If there's somebody out there that right now thinks that they're underwater, we definitely want to talk to you and see if we can't help you. Right, Phil? I I haven't seen a buyer or a person that owns a home underwater now in almost the last year. Haven't heard that story, okay. but I'm assuming they're still out there, but they're very, very few. Okay. All right. Well, we got a call at this early in the morning. It is Peter. He's actually Phil's client. Oh, my gosh. Good morning, Peter. Welcome to morning, Red Peter. Hot Real Estate. What is your question for the morning? Well, good morning. I, I actually don't have much of a question because uh, I'm a new client of Phil's, and He's really good at answering questions. So, um, what I wanted to relay is is kind of my story and how I met Phil. If you don't mind, oh, Absolutely. by all means, go for it. Um, I guess uh, I, I, I don't really want to do a lot of advertising, but I do think it's important that uh, uh, I reward remarkable service. And, and I guess my story is about the remarkable service I got this week, uh, or this last week with Phil. Uh, not to make your head too big there, Phil. Lord <laughs> so, help what was, us. so what was the difference? What was the difference, Peter? Uh, the difference is you're, uh, two things. First of all, uh, I guess I can tell that you care. You're passionate about what you do. Uh, that was immediately apparent. Uh, you know, when I, I, I was listening to your show last week, and some lady called in, and I, she had some kind of major problem, and, and he pretty much told her, says, listen, what you need to do is call me. And that really had an impact on me because you really wanted to help her. <laughs> and it says, call me, I can fix this for you. And that was wonderful advice. And I thought, you know, I don't, you know, I go to the tax guy to have my taxes done. I go to a doctor for medical issues. I go to a barber for a haircut. What makes me think I'm an expert at my mortgage? Uh, you know, when I did a refinance, they say, oh, just let us take care of all the paperwork, sign the documents, we'll take care of everything. Well, I don't, I don't know anything about it. So I was listening to your show, and I thought, well, why don't I call Phil? He's the expert. 
And you went through everything so well. And made that simple for me to understand, me and my lovely wife. And, uh, and that means you have a really good grasp of, of it for you to help do that. Yep. And so you may be very comfortable with it. And, and, and that's why I'm calling in right now. Well, we sure appreciate it, Peter. Absolutely, yeah. Peter. Hey, and thank you for calling in with it. You're not wrong because that's why he's our mortgage expert. So, um, but we well, are going to enter your name into our Crave gift card gift card giveaway on Facebook. So be sure and like us on the Red Hot Real Estate Group. Okay. Okay. If I have one more second too, it's just I want to explain. You know, people spend a lot of time. They can spend an hour watching a TV show that they don't even want to watch every week. But if you could, even if you don't don't know anything about you know your mortgage, you think, well, I own this house, I'm fine. It couldn't hurt to spend an hour with Phil. Just, mm-hmm. just give him a call because he says he's going to end up saving me about fifty or $60,000. So it was kind of worth it. I'd <laughs> so say. I recommend people, even if you're not thinking about refinancing or anything, it can't hurt to have Phil take a look. Appreciate it, Peter. Thank you, Peter. Thank you. Do you guys got it? Oh, I think we, do we have enough time to take another call? We have somebody that is selling and wants to buy in Wisconsin. Or should we wait for the next break? You tell us. You tell us. <laughs> let's let's take the call. Okay, let's take the call. Good morning, Pat. Welcome to the Red Hot Real Estate Show. What's your question? Hello. I am questioning when to sell prior to retirement. Okay. I'm considering, I live in Shoreview. I'm considering um, selling the house and buying something over in Wisconsin because of the um, difference in the how the taxes are done mm-hmm. on the pensions and social security okay. and also on investments. Are you so, still currently working right now? Oh yeah. I, I will be working probably for six more years. Okay. Well, the first thing I would tell you is there's a major difference between qualifying when you're working compared to when you're in a retirement phase, drawing pension income, IRA income. And there's a lot of different rules and there's some seasoning requirements, I would definitely recommend that you uh, do this endeavor before you retire, if at all possible. Otherwise, you'd want to reach out to me to find out what the differences are in qualifying when you go into a retirement status. What what do you think, Mimi? I do agree, and I understand your reasoning for wanting to go over to Wisconsin. You can, can get quite a lot more property for your money at the moment. Um, and, of course, Shoreview being a very desirable area and a, a good tier outside of the metro. So, you know, you would want to do to get some information about what the house would sell for. So we would offer you a free market analysis. The other thing okay. is, is w- what kind of home are we thinking about buying in Wisconsin, ma'am? That's a good question. And I haven't quite determined that. I've thought about, well, if I retire at 68, maybe I should look at a townhouse. Okay. Um, if I re, would I if I had my brothers, it would still be single family ranch with a few acres. But I know that that's not reasonable to take care of. Okay. For Twenty more years. Well, well, well they the- do have a lot of really great one level detached townhome situations over right across the bridge in Somerset. Um, very okay. affordably priced, and so you kind of get both both scenarios for your money if you okay. haven't looked okay. at those. As I've mentioned before on the show, prior planning prevents a poor performance. I would definitely recommend that you sit down with Mimi and uh, allow Mimi to ask you lots and lots of questions and then set up a a search 
so that way you can start seeing properties and that will also help you gain a better understanding as to what you're really wanting and if you're looking in the western wisconsin area and specific areas you don't have the density of homes over there so your property uh it might be a a search that could take some time so i would recommend you talking with mimi sooner rather than later and I have a house Great. in mind for you right now on the top of my mind, Pat, that I'd like to talk with you about. Okay. Does that sound good? Yeah, it does. <laughs> awesome. Well, Pleasure talking you. with you. We're, We're going to enroll you in the uh, in the raffle. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Pat, for calling Thanks, in Pat. this morning. All right, you guys, it's time for break. Where are we going next? We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and keep talking about the risk versus reward scenarios. All right, we'll be right back. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show on My Talk 1071. Welcome to the Red Hot Real Estate Show on MyTalk1071.com uh, is where you can listen to the podcast if you happen to miss anything from this morning's show. I am Sonny, filling in for Ms. Shannon and with Mimi Shoneman and Phil Olson. We are talking about risk versus reward, but we wanted to remind you, if you have questions, please call in 651-641-1071. Not only will you get your, ans- your questions answered, you'll also be entered into a Facebook drawing for a $50 Crave gift card. Yeah, you just got to awesome. like the Red Hot Real Estate Group on on yeah. Facebook. They got so, great food. Phil, you were singing a little bit there between the break. So what were you singing? Money, 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 <laughs> money. <laughs> money. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Phil. What do we got? What are we talking about? Story of the week. This one's a little bit different. We talk about an appraisal. Had a client call me concerning a low appraised value of their home. In other words, they made an offer on a house and the appraisal came back and it came in light. $13,000. And I said, well, tell you what, send me a copy of the appraisal. Let me take a look at it. Let me do some research. I'm not going to promise you I can help you. I took a look at it, looked at some additional comps, and I called the client back. I go, I, I can make this deal work. She goes, you got to be kidding. I said, no. So I had her apply, got all her information, submitted. It is this appraisal that she had to my appraisal management firm. Appraiser went out, reappraised the home. Our appraisal came in at value. Now they're closing the deal. So that is a that is a hail mary right there. What do they call that analogy in football when they you know it's like a, a digs move, right? You jump up in the air and catch it out of you know it's like a wow. It was a wow moment for the client, and I mean I love saving deals when deals can be saved. It just really comes down to you know researching things, and you know I'm. I'm going to say I'm somewhat gifted because I've been in the business 17 years. I've seen everything. And because I remember everything, thank God, still knock on wood. (laughs) All right. That I'm able to take all this knowledge that I have and I'm, I'm able to implement that for a client. And sometimes... It, it's very, very helpful to that client. Let's just talk a little bit about the whole thing about the appraisal. So let me just recap what you just said. So the appraisal that you got the first time that was not at value, you went back to the appraisal management company, which is a neutral third company, and that's mm-hmm. where the orders get dispersed from out to the different appraisers that are on the list. This was actually a client that was working with a different lender, and the different lender, that was their appraisal, and they couldn't close the deal based on the fact that the appraisal came in low by $13,000. Now, did they, did they try to appeal that with that appraiser? Do you know? No. Okay. They did not try to to uh, do that. 
Uh, secondly, I'm, I'm not quite sure, but I think the person she was working with didn't have a lot of experience mm. in doing what's called a rebuttal of an appraisal. And uh, I've already had five of those this year. I've won on three. They're very, very difficult to win on. But um, I'm just happy that, like you said, it was a Hail Mary. Exactly. And so what that means is that that particular client, they switched not only lenders. So that means that your your company with Amec had a whole different list of appraisers that could be sent out. And so did you submit that bad appraisal along with that as supporting evidence to this new I group? Sent, I sent the appraisal and I had my appraisal management firm look at it and then i sent two additional comps that i found um to go here's what i'm thinking i believe the values there based on these additional comps uh with the understanding um i didn't know if it was going to work or not so there's no there's no guarantee here's my takeaway and that what i think that our listeners need to understand is that when people come to us me and Phil, and they say, I've been told no, or I can't do that because of this. I was told that I can't do that, or I can't buy that, or I can't get that. We don't look at that as a complete, you know, that's the end of it. We look at it with different eyes, with new eyes. Right, Phil? I I would say it just really comes down to the capability of the person you're working with and uh, the amount of it is experience the people you're working with have because there's some institutions that their, their box is very, very small. And if you don't fit in their box, it's a pretty easy answer. We're sorry. We can't help you. Whereas with myself, I've got 80 different lenders I can work with. They all have different programs. They all have different rates. Mimi's got a a plethora of knowledge and so do I. And when a client calls us, I'm asking myself the following question. How can I make this work? It's not, oh, that's that's a denial. No. How can we make this work within the guidelines, within the programs? What is it that the other lender didn't offer? Or what is it the other lender didn't provide to the consumer to cause them to be able to facilitate a transaction? We said today is risk versus reward. Are you in this particular when you're talking about the appraisal? Are you talking about the person who's coming to see you guys? There's the where's the risk and reward in this? That's the part I'm not understanding. The risk was they didn't go to a lender that had the ability that we did. Yeah. Okay. And so let's just say, Sonny, that that was you and you'd been shut down by the person that you went to Mm -hmm. first. And you said to yourself in the back of your mind, you said, oh, well, that's it. I'm done. (laughs) Right. You know, but. On to the next house. And here she had already paid $500 for the appraisal. Uh, Yeah. Okay. And so just because you had the wherewithal and because you listened to the show and you know how great uh, calling in with the four listeners, like you called Phil. You said, Phil, I just got told this. Right. And first of all, you said, why didn't you call me first? (laughs) (laughs) Believe believe it or not, I get, on an average week, I probably get three calls a week from clients that are calling me going, this is what I'm being told. Mm Mm-hmm. And I would tell you 75 to 80% of the time, I'm telling the client, well, there's a better way of doing this. Every 20% of the time, I'm saying, yep, you've been told the right thing. And I'm sorry to say, 
you you there's nothing that can be done based on your situation. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to wait. You're going to have to do this. You're going to have to right. do that. But I never ever tell a client you you can't do what you want to do. I always tell them you can, but you're going to have to do this 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 right. and this. There's a process to get to that. Correct. Right. But in this p- right. past scenario, Sonny, he just saved you five hundred dollars. Right. And time That's the reward and well, time. Right. Lots of time. I right. saved the client uh, their dream home because. That's the house they wanted. Right. Okay, so the risk was they went to the wrong institution to work with. Mm -hmm. And the good one, the reward was she called me, explained her situation, and we were able to fix it. So they got their house. So I want to tell everybody out there that if you haven't, if you've got a, a loan officer that you're working with, it doesn't hurt you to get a second opinion by calling Phil. And Phil, how do they get a hold of you? 651-238-6748. And you're talking a 10 to 15 minute conversation. Costs yeah. you nothing. Absolutely. And for all of our listeners today, Sonny, we're doing a really fun thing. We're mm-hmm. doing a Crave Restaurant Gift Certificate, $50 value. We're going to all of our callers today, we're going to put into a hat and we're going to do a random drawing that will post the winner on our Facebook group page, face the Red Hot Real Estate Group. So all you have to do is call with your questions. Yeah. Real Estate or Mortgage. Yeah, 651-641-1071. You are listening to the Red Hot Real Estate Show on My Talk 1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm in with Mimi Shoneman and Phil Olson. And when I say I'm, I mean Sonny. I'm filling in for Miss Shannon today. Please call in with your questions. It will reward you. Uh, 651-641-1071 because Mimi and Phil are doing a Facebook drawing for a $50 Crave gift card. All you have to do is find the Red Hot Real Estate Show on Facebook, right? Exactly. And like it. Pretty yeah, simple. Pretty simple. And call in. And call in. <laughs> That's an important Gotta call in. <laughs> All right. So risk versus reward. Well, you know, Sonny, you look like you're pretty hot over there. Oh, I, actually, I am kind of hot. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, you know, what that sounder means is that we're going to the Red Hot House of the Week, and this one is back on the market at a brand new price at $2.99. And sit down, get your pens, be sure and check out the link on our show page here at MyTalk1071. And our keyword always is Red Hot. We're going to 1140 Hunter's Court in Arden Hills, and this is a phenomenal house in a phenomenal location we're in mounds view schools school districts this is absolutely a turnkey property on 0.43 acres and it's also on a cul-de-sac with a really really nice pond so you've got all the natural wildlife and everything it's turnkey it's move-in ready and it's got in a phenomenal school district and as i mentioned it's in mounds view schools and priced only at 2.99 so be sure and get in on this action you can 4.3 acres that's a steal in the city it's amazing and it's close to lake josephine and all the parks and trails and all you have to do to get information is text 1140 to 651-226-2560 uh we have a call this morning you guys from Rhonda. good morning Rhonda. welcome to the red hot real estate show what is your question morning Rhonda. good morning Oh hi! Okay, I have two two questions. One, I have we have a home, and then we have a second on it. I was wondering if we could merge them together. 
If you but, are we talking about a second home or are we talking about a primary residence? A primary residence. If you have a first and second, yes, you can you can combine your first and your second, and normally that saves you a lot of money as long as you've got a fairly decent equity position in the home. I would tell you you'd want to have at least a 20% equity position, paying off your first, paying off your second, combining the two together. But if we're going to sell it in a year and a half, would that really be? If you're going to sell it in a year and a half, then it does not make sense. I I would not advise you to do that. You're you're not going to be able to recoup your closing costs. Uh, If I were to do the math, you'd end up losing on that deal. You know what, Rhonda, what comes to my mind is with interest rates as low as they are right now and with the buyer demand as high as it is, you might want to have a consultation with us. We can sit down and show you what the property might sell for if you were to sell it today or tomorrow and get a kind of get a ballpark idea. Maybe now would be the time. And as Phil talked about with our previous caller, Pat, it's easier to do things before you retire than after you retire. Does that make sense? Yeah, and that's why I was listening to it, and I thought, oh, you know, because if I retire in 14 months, maybe we need to be thinking about selling our house sooner. You're you're far better off qualifying when you're working than when you go into retirement. It becomes a lot more difficult, but here's the other thing. By having Mimi come in, she can then uh, tell you some of the specific things that you might want to do to your home or that need to be done to your home and before prior to selling. Because if you get those things done, you'll get more value at time of sale. Yeah, we've been kind of doing that. We need some more to do. But, um, yeah, the neighbors, their household last year in four hours for 369000 And we're pretty much the same house. Okay. Well, that's good news. But I can tell you, Rhonda, this year at this time versus last year at the same time, completely different. Um, we're starting to... We're starting to see things slow down and, and shift and change. So you want to get ahead of the curve. And the best way to do that is to, in my opinion, is get that market analysis and have a consultation. You know, absolutely no obligation. Okay, so how would I do that? Well, you can leave your information with our producer, Hope, and Phil and I will get in touch with you this week. Okay, sounds great. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you, Rhonda. And Bye, we can, Rhonda. We can enter her into that drawing as well. Mm-hmm. Make sure if you have a question, call in 651-641-1071. So, no. Phil, I just want to talk a little bit about that. Let's just dive in a little bit deeper. So, today we've had two people that have the, you know, I'm thinking now, they're five to eight years away from retiring. Mm-hmm. And you have advised both of them that it's far easier to qualify for a new home or a purchase while you, A, are still working. Correct. Okay, so can you kind of deep deep dive into that a little bit more? Sure. Well, keep in mind that if you're going to get Social Security, Social Security doesn't start right away. And then you have to show at least a two-month history of the Social Security before you can count it. All right? So for that person that goes, okay, I'm retiring here in two months. I'm going to sell my home right now. And they haven't talked to a mortgage loan officer or a mortgage professional. They, they're they going to assume, well, I'm good to go. I've got all this money. And I'll be able to use this money for my retirement. I think it becomes a little bit more complicated. Because once you retire, you want to talk to your financial planner as to what funds you want to be using uh, based on the fact that different type of funds and different type of assets 
all have different type of tax ramifications. Mm. And I've actually ran into clients that used money out of their retirement and ended up getting a giant tax bill at the end of the year because they didn't do any tax planning prior to making that specific purchase. So kind of, you know, going off what Mimi was saying, uh, and, and the question was, is why do you want to do this prior to retirement? Your documentation is a lot easier. Basically, all we're going to look at is a W-2 and your paycheck stubs. And as long as you qualify based on your current income, a mortgage lender cannot ask you when you're going to retire. Okay. That's not a question we ask. All right. Uh, it just comes down to, do you qualify today? And it's a lot easier debt to income ratio wise, um, reserve wise, all these types of other aspects to buy prior to retirement. That makes complete sense. Um, and it would be easier too, right? Because you're still working, you know, you can, you know, take your time a little bit to get your house the way you really want it to be or the way that it's advised that it be. Um, you want to get your house and I call it buyer eyes. You want to get your house the, to look like something that the buyers in today's market want to see. Now, I, I know this is going to sound really, really weird, but I've, I've worked with a buyer recently and I'm not going to say what demographic this buyer was in. You can make your own assumptions, but when you walked in, they could not, no matter how much I said, don't look at the de- decor. Please don't look at that. That's not going to be here when you buy this house. That's going to be gone. It's going to be empty. Okay, so close your eyes with me as we walk through. Now we're standing in the kitchen, and the kitchen's got borders up in the wall, and it's got, you know, doilies and such. And I'm like, stop right where you are. Close your eyes. Look at this room. It's perfect for you. And could not could not see past it. Okay, so this is the reality that a lot of us realtors are dealing with right now. We've got certain people that can't see past little things. So if your house is dated, let's have a consultation about this. Maybe there's some small things that you can do to make it more contemporary Mm. that would appeal to different buyers, a a broader spectrum of buyers. When you say the decor, you're not talking about like the infrastructure, like the way the shelves are. You're talking about the things that they put on the infrastructure. I'm talking about the decor. So, for instance, um, you don't like tan. Let's just say that you don't like tan. And I show you a house that's just painted in tan. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I hate this house. It's tan. If it's changeable, don't let it get in the way of you seeing the house. Exactly. Painting a house is very economical and doesn't take a lot of time. It's the cheapest thing you can do. And paint smells good. So, (laughs) And you're saying if 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 you're the seller that talk to a consultant because Talk the to buyers me. are saying they can't see past what's I'm, going on in your in exactly. The house. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And I should just take you shopping sometime, Sonny, and then you can see what I'm talking about. <laughs> but you know, it's just a, it's just what I'm saying, Phil. Okay. Getting back to the risk versus reward, real quickly. We're talking about that 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 senior that's going to go into retirement. Okay, I've ran into a lot of seniors lately that have said, "Well, I'm going to pay cash for the house." That's awesome. That's great. But my question to you would be, have you met with a financial planner and asked yourself the question, if I could finance a home at 3.75, but my rate of return on my investments is 7% annually, is that a good investment to pay cash? No, you're better off financing at 3.75. Now, if mortgage interest rates were at 10% and I'm only getting a rate of return of 7% on all my 
uh, investments for retirement, then by all means, you're better off paying for cash. I agree with you, Phil, but there are certain people that are very low risk. They mm-hmm. don't want to take any risk. They, they are like, the stock market is volatile. I've got this cash. I just want to do that. Your advice to them is, yeah, put that in a secure investment uh, product. Maybe a CD or something. You could put it into CDs. You could put it into bonds. You can diversify. Put 20% in medium risk uh, mutual funds. Put the rest of the 80% in, in maybe lower you know, bonds, CDs, those types of vehicles. You'll make more money on that in the long run and have maybe just a small mortgage. Instead of paying $400,000 cash for the house, maybe you get... A mortgage for one hundred and fifty thousand, and we reinvest the other two hundred and fifty. And if you talk with any really good financial planner, they would agree with me on this. Absolutely, All right, you guys. It's break time. So, um, also wanted to remind you if you want have questions or you want to get in on the show and you want to be uh, entered into the Facebook drawing, call us at six five one six four one one zero seven one. We'll be right back with a conversation about risk versus reward right here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show on My Talk 1071. If you happen to miss the show, then you can check out the podcast at MyTalk1071.com, keyword Red Hot. We're going to go straight to the lines right now because it's, it's really busy. Um, I'm in with Mimi Shoneman and Phil Olson, and we're talking about risk versus reward. And we have Shirley on the phone with her question. Good morning, and welcome to Red Hot Real Estate. Hi, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. All right, oh, what's your question? Good morning, Shirley. See, so I have a situation where, you know, I've been contemplating on selling. However, um, there are a lot of things that really do need to be fixed up and modernized and, um, you know, but it's just a matter of finances of being able to afford that. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of these houses advertised online, you know, where they're just what's picture perfect, newly remodeled, you know, so those are obviously the houses that I'm sure people are going to be drawn to, but how do I, I guess my situation is I don't even know where to begin. If you don't have the finances to fix everything that you need to, to compete with some of these other houses, what do you do? Hey, thank you, Shirley, for the call. So can you describe a little bit about what sorts of things are, are on your mind that are concerning to you? Sure. So for example, I don't have the, in my kitchen, I don't have the granite countertops. Like I see a lot of these houses, you know, um, I don't have the stainless steel appliances. My deck definitely needs to be restained. Um, I've got, you know, um, a bathroom that still has, this house was built in 78. I've got a bathroom that I believe still has the original, like, almond, you know, tile in it, right? So it's not, um, it's not up to date. And a lot of that, um, is very expensive. Yeah. I do. So a question for you, and Phil, you can chime in on this too. Do you feel like you have a, a fairly decent equity position in your house? Do you do you owe a lot of money on the house or have you paid quite a bit of it off? Um, no, I have. Um, I mean, I still owe quite a bit. Um, I've done, because I've done repairs along the way. Mm-hmm. How um, long have you owned the you home? Um, for about 20 some years but i ended up you know through a divorce i ended up buying out my husband so i had to take money against you know that to pay him off when did you last when did you last refinance um probably like three years ago 
I did. Okay, so you you pay you bought out your your ex spouse at a fifty percent mm-hmm. equity position. Mm-hmm. I would be I would be willing to bet you that you're still sitting on a very very nice equity position on the home. You could probably use a very small home equity line of credit that would be an interest only vehicle. The payment would be very very small. You could take care of the things that need to be taken care of in the home. But I would warn you to definitely meet with Mimi prior to doing anything on your property because you could literally over-improve your property in specific areas and you won't get the money out at time of sale. Yeah, Shirley, I want to tell you that this is something that we specialize in, meeting with folks and having a conservative eye to be able to tell you, okay, so this is something that we believe is important for you to do, and these things can wait. Mm. So um, I know that you've called, and you're going to be entered into our drawing, and uh, Hope has got your information, I hope. And um, if she does, then we'll reach out to you this week, and we can maybe set a time to come out and take a look and give you some guidance on that and also share with you some of our, our seller guides. Yeah, I I actually would love that because I right now I just it feels overwhelming. It always you know, is I, overwhelming. It's so hard to sell a house and you you are not alone. Um it is it was one of the most stressful times of my life and I completely empathize with all of our listeners that are going through it. Surely we can make it easy for you. Trust Absolutely. Us. Okay, I well I would appreciate that. That would be wonderful. You got it. Thank, Thank you, you so much. All right, now we have Patty on the line, selling and looking to retire. Good morning, Patty. Morning, Patty. Hello. So what's your question? Hi, thanks. Uh, My question is, I am renting right now. I'm uh, 53 years old and will be retiring in probably three to four years. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if if I should just plan to continue to rent into my retirement or if there's an advantage to buying something um, or is it kind of, is there no benefit one way or the other? I would. I, my first question that comes to mind would be, how much are you paying rent right now? Thirteen hundred. Then I would tell you that you would be far better off owning a home all day long because it's going to give you that much more opportunities to uh, create an equity position as a homeowner, uh, tax potential tax write off for you as well, and. Even if you own a home for, say, 10 years, and then you decide to go back into a rental position, you will have gained all that equity. If you were to take 1300 multiply that times 12, that's approximately $15,000 a year. Now, multiply that times 10 years, you just lost $150,000 by renting. Oh. Mm-hmm. And okay. you ca- the thing that we're seeing right now, Patty, is that... Rents are going up astronomically, exponentially up, up, up. And affordable housing is getting harder and harder to find. So if you can get into a property and say even lock a, a monthly payment at the same as what you're paying in rent right now, you still beat the, the, the gain going forward because rents, there's just not building enough properties that are affordable right now. I'm actually seeing clients that are living in the inner cities now that were paying rent of 1300 here three years ago. Now they're having to pay 1600 $1,700. And believe it or not, they're not able to find affordable rent here in the cities, and they're having to move south and north of the metro yeah, to, so. to, to basically find an uh, affordable housing. So I think, Patty, it would be really worth your time to have a consultation with Phil 
and let him, you know, sit down with you. Um, he can give you candy. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> He's got candy on his desk. Um, but he can talk you through the different scenarios, and then you can make your mind up yourself. Okay. That sounds great. Thanks for your help. Yeah, thank You're you, You're welcome. Patty. So, you know, I think that all of those callers are, are have great questions. Um, before we go into the break, do we have anybody else calling? No, we don't. Okay, let's talk real quick about... One story, and I think that it's important for folks to know that if you've been approved FHA, there's a chance that Phil could con- convert you over to a conventional loan, and that would open up so many more properties for you. So here's the story that just just happened here in the last week. I met with a client for a $270,000 purchase, and their credit score was 616, and they were offered an FHA loan through another lender. Now, at a 616, the only thing you will qualify for would be an FHA loan. The rate they were quoted was 4.875%, and the mortgage insurance was 184 for a total payment of 1809 But I had a consultation with them. I looked at their credit. I found three things that they could do immediately to their credit report. I ended up changing programs, going from an FHA to a conventional loan, put them in what's called a home ready product, which is a first time home buyer product. Their rate went from 4.875 to 4%. I got them a new credit score of 690 and I got that done in six days. I dropped their mortgage insurance by 135. Their final payment was $1,614 and their total monthly savings was 200 and $59 a month. In six days? In six days. Amazing. Imagine how much you'd be saving up over 10 years. And believe it or not, for that person that was maybe qualified at a debt-to-income ratio of 50%, me saving them $250 a month, believe it or not, they could now increase their offer on another property all the way up to 50000 well, they could also afford to eat, you know, because it's, it's, it's $259 a month will buy a lot of groceries. Yeah, it will buy a lot of yeah. groceries, but depending on the situation, depending on what the consumer is wanting, uh, yeah, there's two ways to look at it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, where can they contact you guys? Yeah. Reach out to us at mnredhotrealestate.com. And you can reach Phil Olson at 651-238-6748 or email me at phil at callphilolson.com. Thanks for hanging out with us here at the Red Hot Real Estate Show. You can check out our podcast at mytalk1071.com, keyword red hot. With Black Friday savings at the Home Depot, you'll find top brand kitchen appliances with innovative features that can do more so your holidays can be more. Ovens with built-in air fryers for baking the perfect cookies. Dishwashers with smart tech to clean everything from bakeware to festive mugs and high-capacity refrigerators to keep leftovers fresh. Shop Black Friday savings and get up to 30% off, plus instantly save up to $750 on select GE kitchen packages at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid November 2nd through November 30th. U.S. only. See store or online for details.